Go. Okay. So anyway, we just we just excited. So we on. Okay. All right. All right. How y'all? How y'all doing? Hey. All right. No countdown, but all right. <coughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, we're getting ready to hear uh, this message. This is part two. Signs in the times. Could you push that back one point? Okay. Signs in the heaven. The sword over America. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. We're going to receive Dr. Smith at this time. All right. Let's get right into the word. Appreciate everyone that's here. Make sure. Um, I don't have a lot of scriptures already prepared on the slide for you, so make sure you're ready to go through, uh, whether using the phone, digital, or your hard copy, you know, old school. All right, so we're going to get right back in here, okay? I'm going to do a little bit of reviewing. Uh, for those that didn't get, uh, was not, uh, didn't hear the message, <clears throat> the first part, I'm going to do a little bit of review, but it's imperative that you go back and listen to the first part, okay, because it's like foundational. So what we are looking at is this last eclipse that happened on yesterday, this most recent eclipse that happened on yesterday, right? Yeah. And that was the 29th of Av on the Hebrew calendar, the 29th of Av. Y'all see that? Yeah. On the Hebrew calendar, 29th of Av. Now, something we need to take in consideration is this right here. Uh, a lunar eclipse. Let me just talk about what a lunar eclipse is and a solar eclipse is and point this other thing out. Now, lunar eclipse occurs when the Earth's shadow falls on the what? The Earth's shadow falls on the moon, right? And then a solar eclipse occurs when the moon's shadow falls on the what? Earth. On the Earth. Now watch this right here. The world system is governed by a solar calendar. Y'all catch that? The Gregorian calendar is based on solar. Now watch this. The kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God in the Earth calendar is based on lunar. Catch this now. The feasts, all your feasts, there were seven, but primarily three we still keep. Actually, it's four because you got Hanukkah. We are the expression of Hanukkah. But actually, all of them begin on a new moon. Not a, not a, not a new sun, but a new moon. Y'all catch this now. And that was set up in the beginning. So when something happened with a solar eclipse, and we're going to see here, it is a message to the world system and also the church that's operating in an unrepented state and acting like the world. All right? So we got a lot of that right now, don't we? We, we got plenty of that. All right, now here's a, a scripture we want to look at because relative to a repentance, rep repenting and some things that happened uh, during 9-11 and a passage of scripture that was quoted during 9-11, you know, we're going to look at this because it's very imperative that we see this right here. Now, I'm going to hit it again later. All right, but we're going to read this now also in Isaiah relative to 9-11. This one right here is just talking about repentance. Now, this is from the Lexham English Bible, okay? All right, he said, look, the hand of Yahweh is not too short to save, and his ear is not too dull to hear. Rather, your what? Iniquities have been barriers between you and your God, Elohim, and your sins have done what? Hidden his face from you from hearing. For your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. Talking about hands defiled with blood. And we're going to look at some Smita cycles. And we're going to see where abortion was first legalized. And it was doing a Smita cycle. And at the end of every Smita cycle, uh, the nations have an opportunity to repent. If they don't repent, that determines how uh, God is going to deal with them the next seven years. Okay? All right? He said, and then your hands are what? 
the foul blood, your fingers with what? Iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue speak wickedness. There is nobody who pleads with justice. And there is nobody who judges with honesty. They rely on nothing and speak vanity. They can conceive trouble and beget what? Iniquity or lawlessness. Now, we went over iniquity and lawlessness. You remember Satan, uh, Lucifer, originally the covering cherub in heaven? Y'all remember? All right, angel of worship, three primary angels, uh, uh, chief angels, or archangels in heaven that's expressed in the scripture that we find out about. And that's Michael, the angel of war, Gabriel, the angel of the word, and Lucifer, who was the angel of worship. Worship did what? Fail because iniquity was found in him. Isaiah, uh, what is it, 14 and Ezekiel 28 will give us a description of who Satan was or the old serpent was prior to him choosing within himself to do something other than what the, uh, Elohim or God had given him to do. The difference between human beings which were created by the Father and angelic beings who were created by the Father is the fact that humans we have a free will with freedom of choice. Angels have a will but they don't have freedom of choice to exercise their will against what the will of the Father is without eternal judgment. Y'all catch that? Yes. That's the difference. So when he chose to do something other than what he was commanded to do, that was as a result of iniquity. Iniquity was birthed the minute he chose to do something other than what the Father had said. Right? right. There was no sin. He was right in the face of God, right in heaven. Nothing to influence him to do anything else wrong. Different with man. He was on the earth in the Garden of Eden. And he helped Hava call Eve out to make that choice she made. Y'all see it? All right. Now notice I got a, uh, <clears throat> that's why I got this eclipse right here. Because, you know, you got the lesser light coming in between man and the greater light. And you can type the greater light as you can just say the father. And we are his children. That means we are lesser than what he is because we come from him. Y'all see it? But when darkness come between him and us in relationship, then this is what you have. That's why he said, you know, your sin or your iniquity has hidden your face from me. You see this, right? Yes. Okay, and that's why I got this in the background right here. You see kind of like a little cross here and you see uh, that dark spot right there. All right, because what the moon did, it got between the sun and the earth and cut the, 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 the sun rays or the light off from the earth. Y'all catch it? So it's not a happenstance. Yeah, everybody's saying it's cool, it's cool, because we don't know any better. Okay? And remember, Yeshua said himself, he said, when they said peace and safety, then what? Sudden destruction, right? And then over in Luke, he said that the moon, the stars, and the sun, all of them are in heaven, and they are signs. They are four signs, and we're going to see that in a moment. I'm just going to review some things. All right, now, let's go to this next one, and we're going to just look at this eclipse and what happened. And, of course, 100 years ago, on the same date of 29th, on the Hebrew calendar, World War I started. Okay? Now, there are several events. You can research it and check it out yourself uh, to prove that when you get something like this happening is not a happenstance or just a scientific phenomenon. Everybody say, ooh, 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 you know, all that. That's great, but it's due to a lack of knowledge. I even see a lot of believers have no key of what's going on because we haven't been taught 
in terms of prophetic uh, teaching, a prophetic doctrine, or what you call in the theological stream of teaching, eschatology. And that's the teaching of last things, all right? So you see this picture right here? Now, the, this is the path. This is the, this is the path of this first eclipse. And like I told you when we first started teaching, you know, I was hearing and, and hearing, and then when I checked something out, and I found out that seven years later you're going to have another one, and it's going to come across America, I mean, that's a key note to be very sensitive to what Holy Spirit is telling us. Now, I just added this in right here, and this first path, all of these states, I just Googled it. I'm not, I'm not a politician. I'm neither Democratic and Republic. You all, y'all know that by this time, don't you? I'm independent. I don't care who you are. If you're not doing things the way you need to be done, I'm not with you. And well, whatever the, one of your, your, whatever your man don't make the the finals, well, I'm still not voting for somebody else. All right. But notice that path. And that one module I saw, one uh, I saw, whereas you get the sun, you get the moon, and you know how large they are. But you know when this path hit the Earth or the United States, it narrowed like a finger pointed something, going across. So these states voted 95% for President Trump, and that's going to come in. Again, I'm neither Democrat nor Republican, so I'm not pushing or against neither party, all right? But we teaching truth. As a minister, we will cry out, we are required to be stewards of the truth. Y'all catch it? Nine, this path again, 95% of this, these states in this path, they voted for President Trump. That's not a coincidence, all right? All right, and then I got another one that's more clear, and you're going to see this point right here. Actually, that's a crossing point for the second one that's coming. Now, <clears throat> here we go. Let me go to this one right here. The same thing. In April 8, 2024, seven years later, that's going to happen again across America. But it's going a different way, right? Now, this, 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 this is not just an X. It's actually the formation of one of the Hebrew alphabet or olive bed and you're going to see this in a minute because I got you know those that may be new to the type of teaching that we are doing going into the original African African ancient African Hebrew language that's what the scripture was wrote in and bring it to our modern understanding I know y'all thought the King James was the first it wasn't <laughs> the Tanakh was the first all right those were the scriptures all right now look at this right here Here's an ancient Tav, an ancient Tav. Y'all see that? Yes. All right. And you now here's a picture of America, and you see it. You see it now. And it looked like a sword laying on the side, doesn't it? And you look at an ancient Tav. Here it is, right here. This is an ancient Tav. I'm gonna show you a modern one in a minute. That's the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet, or Olivet, correctly pronouncing it. And Yeshua said, "I am the Olive and the Tav." He never said I'm Alpha and Omega. The translators put the first letter and the last letter of the Greek language in there. That's a transliteration. That is not what he said. Transliteration is a substitute of the real thing. Y'all getting it now? So anytime you see a transliteration, Holy Spirit didn't say that. You're not getting what he said. And if you know the Greeks stole knowledge from Africa, they also stole the Messianic scriptures from the church and change it over into what we call the New Testament. That phrase was coined by Bishop Melito of Sardis. A Catholic bishop came up with the term New Testament. The early church referred to the scriptures as the Messianic scriptures. Y'all catch me? 
It's the reason why things were changed and flipped over and how the scriptures were colonized by the superpower of the day in order to gain control and an advantage. We really got to check some things out, okay? But you see this tar here, right? And you see this land in 2024, that, that next uh, sword, which is, that looked like a sword going that way, the one going that way, same thing there. That's why the uh, Holy Spirit gave us a title, this sword over America, because the first one has already occurred. Okay? All right, now, <clears throat> here we go. The 2017 and 24 eclipse. Y'all see this? All right, X marks a spot near the eastern shore of Settle Lake in Jackson County, Illinois. That's where the, the, it's going to cross at. So I'm going to move on. You know, I just wanted to give you that. Uh, the other thing that's going to happen in September, which raised some attention, is this sign of Revelation chapter 12 is going to happen in the celestial, in the ecclesiastical uh, 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 star, the stars, you know, ecclesiastical body up in heaven. So you got some signs that's taking place and they just so close together. We just can't negate it and say it doesn't mean anything. Not if we know anything about prophetic numbers in the scripture. Okay. So this is going to happen <coughs> on the third of tissue. And you always have to go to the Bible calendar. The calendar that the scripture is on, which is the what? Lunar calendar. Y'all catch it? The calendar that Elohim, God gave to man, is the lunar calendar. Uh, George, uh, who? Gregory came up with the what? Gregorian calendar, which is a revision of the Julian calendar. All of these are Roman emperor. We from Africa, most of us in here. I don't know why we don't get all this, but it's a culture. You see it? And if we born into it, and that's all we've been taught, we can't know any better. And that's why we do what we do, because basically even the church has been culturalized by uh, paganism, Greek mythology, uh, the Latins, and all this kind of stuff. You know, it's just been influenced and been just all this stuff in here that don't supposed to be in there. And that diminished the power of the church or all the born-again believers. Because we were purposely servant from our roots through doctrine, uh, replacement theology, you know, uh, you know what Constantine did, politics got in, changed stuff, made laws, and just shift stuff all around, and the Father never gave man permission to do that. Okay? So uh, these, this is in Revelation 12. I'm reviewing this again because I'm going to teach this in depth a little later, right? This is going to occur next month. <clears throat> now what I wanted to get now, here, this is a let me give you another one here. All right, this is the woman in Revelation chapter 12, clothed with the sun, the moon at her feet, and 12 stars on her head. Revelation chapter 12, this is where you find that, and what we know, uh, one of the meanings of, of this uh, constellation is, is Yeshua being born, Miriam called Mary, Miriam giving birth to Yeshua called Jesus. Okay, and those 12 stars, we know that's a representation not only the 12 tribes of Israel, you had the 12 apostles, the church giving birth, as the 12 apostles were originally over the church and established the church. That's why they're in the head. You see it in Miriam, you know, giving birth. You see it now, clothed with the sun. The sun represents the sun of Elohim God. The moon, because it's the lesser light at her feet. Y'all see it in there? So there's a lot in here to uh, learn. All right? So that happened when next month? I'm just going over these dates, you know, just reviewing, and we're going to go back. Now, next month, uh, September, this is going to happen, what, September 24th, right? 23rd, <coughs> which is the third day of Tishri, 
which is the seventh month of the sacred calendar and the first month of the civil calendar. So the first month of the civil calendar begins the seventh month of the sacred calendar. Very important. You, know, you see how, how the father did it. On the seventh month, which is all about covenant and his word, he started man on a time cycle. Because remember, the number seven primarily, you know, if you look at the hieroglyphic or the pictographic, the ancient language, the picture of the uh, what represents seven is an ancient battle axe, and I'm going to show you in a minute, or a two-edged sword. You're catching it? All right, and that number seven is all about the word being the weapon that cuts covenant and exposes. And we're going to see that in a minute. So the seventh month is indicator of what? Covenant. All right, and uh, what? A covenant cycle of time. So on that, that seventh month, what God Father did, he started man on the civil calendar, which is in September Third day of Tishri is when this sign is going to occur, the seventh month of the sacred year. That's not happenstance. You seeing it? The third day, and that's not happenstance. Number three comes from what? Gamil, which means to what? Lift up and bountifully bless. And Yeshua said, if I be lifted up, then the mankind receive what? The blessings of eternal life. Y'all seeing this? All right, not happenstance. So let's move on. That's just a brief review, and I'm going to get back into that. So I want to show you that it's stuff happening back to back now. And there's a lot of things are happening back to back. And we can't just dismiss it. We need to know this stuff. All right, now, First Chronicles 12 and 32. <clears throat> From the Issacharites, and this is a proper name, uh, most translations uh, say Issachar, the tribe of Issachar, First Chronicles 12, 32, who understood the times, and we're going to get this original word, and knew what Israel should do. Y'all seeing this? The anointing of the tribe of Issachar is the prophetic uh, revelatory anointing to see ahead based on what's already been established. Y'all seeing it? See, because prophecy, revelation is, you know, he said, here's a book of prophecy right here. And everything we need to know has already been recorded in the scriptures for us. There is no prophecy of anything that has not already been written. And we really need to catch that because when you see a prophet and a prophet telling you something that there is no scripture to base it on, that's a false prophetic word that's been given. Even the scripture itself would tell us not to change or add to the word of God. And he talked about this book being the book of prophecy. Don't add to it, take away from it. I'm going to tell you everything that's going to happen from beginning to the end, but you got to study. Come on, talk to me now. And I'm not talking about natural uh, uh, a mental ascenting. I'm talking about illumination, the Holy Spirit giving illumination, giving understanding. That's the only way to study. You can't get truth if you don't have the spirit of truth in you. I know a lot of people do research, they go on the internet, they tell you this, they tell you facts, blah, 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 blah. I say, how do you know that's real? Well, that's what I believe, but what are you, what are, I mean, what is guaranteeing that that's truth if you don't have the spirit of truth in you? I know you don't have it in you because you're cussing too much. <laughs> you're doing too much. So I don't say that, but I be thinking it. Okay. All right. Now, and then I got here at the bottom, the original language and these words here. I'm just going to run over them real quick. Okay. But like I said, I'm going to come back and, and hit them in depth. That's why I give it to you. So you can take pictures, go online, ask me to post it on the study group page. I'll post it and you can be studying because I can't give you all this on Tuesdays and Sundays. Y'all catching it? Yeah. All right. Now here, the original language, when he talked about, uh, the tribe of Issachar had 
uh, wisdom and knowledge and they knew the signs and the times and knew what Israel ought to do. So this word <coughs> yada, to know, to know how. This is how knowing what to do or how to do. That's a primitive root. And then you got bini, which means to what? To be discerning, intelligent, discreet, and have understanding. And I'm just breaking these words down. Like I said, I'm going to go back to it, so be patient with me. I'm going to go back to these words. This is how I look in the original. And it was translated from there over into the English. They only used two English words to deal with all these Hebrew words. So some was left, right? And then you got at, that's the word for times. He's talking about events and particular occasions. So they had the understanding, the discernment, the spiritual eye to know what was going to happen in particular events based on their knowledge that they had of the signs in heaven and the word of God. Y'all catch it? Yeah. All right. Now, let's look at this right here. I'm just giving you this information, scripture information, because people will say that don't matter. You know, it don't mean nothing to me. That's because we ain't been taught that. And it's there. And we're going to have to give account for what's there. Y'all hear me? Yes, yes, we are. Keep saying it don't matter and all that old stuff, blah, 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 as long as you're saved and blah, blah. But what, what purpose, what, what is my salvation doing if I'm not doing anything? I can't answer nobody and tell them, hey, this is more than just being cool. This is in the scripture and I can show you what's going on by the scripture. And we'll get more people saved than they'll want to come into. But they're going away from us because they say all we know how to do is jump, shout, you know, pay our tithes, you know, and eat and fellowship on Sunday and go to work and come back. Touch your neighbor and tell him I'm not, I'm not talking. He ain't talking about it, so don't get offended. <laughs> now, I start fights. Y'all know me, right? Because we need a change. We, 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 we got to, we just, okay. Genesis 1.14, let's prove this out. Then God, Elohim, said, let there be what? Lights in the what? Firmament of the heavens to do what? Here's one purpose, to divide the day from night. That's natural. That's science. Okay, that's science, right? All right, here's the next one. And let them be for what? Signs and seasons and for what? Days and what else? Years. Psalms 92 and what is it, 12? Teach us to do what? Number our days that we may do what? Gain a heart of wisdom. So if we don't have no regard for days and years and numbers and seasons, then I'm not very wise. I'm not operating in wisdom. Then if I'm not wise, what's the opposite of being wise is being a, I ain't calling nobody no fool, so don't get offended at me. You're welcome. All right, now let's look at what this, how it, what these words mean in the original and see how they should have been translated. All right, this word sign, y'all see it, this word sign, uh, number one, <clears throat> that word sign is the Hebrew word eth or aleph tav, y'all see it? Here's the ancient language. I'm really going to be going back to the ancient because you can get, you see, uh, even the, the language of the scriptures uh, change throughout time. And when you change stuff, you still lose the original. Y'all catch me? All right. So here's the ancient Aleph and Tav. Look like that cross going across America. Two swords, doesn't And this is the Aleph, the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Or alphabet. And Yeshua said in Revelations 1 and what, 8? Uh, 21, uh, Isaiah 41, here it is. Where it? 12, 1, where, where, where? Isaiah 1, 41 and 4, Revelation 21 and 6, 22, 13. He said, I am 
the olive top. This is he said, that's me right there. Now, in the original, you know, it reads Barashi Barat, uh, Barashi Barat Elohim et or olive top Hasha being hot arrest. In the beginning, Elohim God created the olive top. Then he created the heavens and created the earth. And Yeshua said, I was with the Father in the beginning. I'm the first of his creation. And that's what Genesis 1 and 1 is all about. And then over in John 1 and 1, he said, in the beginning was the what? And the word is the olive top, because these are letter words. You see it? And the word was with God, and the word was. Y'all catch it? Then Revelation 1 and 6, Yeshua said, I am, I am, I am the olive and I am the top. I'm that F that don't nobody know what it means. Because even the Jewish, uh, Hebrew Jewish uh, sages, when they uh, printed the scriptures, they had to print it whether they understood it or not. And when you got to the English, all English translations left it out. All of them. And then they changed it to an Alpha and Omega. And you got churches called Alpha and Omega. Ain't got nothing to do with scripture, period. That's just, just, just Greece. Greek. Y'all see how the Greek got in it? All right, now. So that word for signs is the Alatav, and he said, that's me. That's the word of God. All right, and then the word for seasons is the Hebrew word, what? Moadib. Y'all see it? And it means what? Set feast, and it's from the Hebrew word, Yad, which means to meet by appointment. Y'all see that? So he says, let the what? Let them be for me. Yeshua, and you look at the Tav, the uh, pictograph for a Tav is a what? A cross. That's a hieroglyphic, a cross. And it means also a sign or to mark or identify. It means covenant because the covenant was established on the cross. Y'all seeing it now? So it wasn't just happenstance that he was crucified on a cross, something that looked like a Tav. Y'all seeing it? Yes. All right. So, so, so it's him. It's Yeshua himself. He is the word. So these, everything that was created is created for him, by him, and through him to serve his purpose. And these lights uh, in the, uh, in the uh, heavenness afford primarily his set of, uh, his set days or his appointed times. Y'all see it? So seasons is not summer, winter, fall. He's talking about feast days, feast of tabernacle, unleavened bread. Come on, y'all. Y'all get, get it? Not, not Pentecost, but Shavuot. Pentecost just means 50. That's it. It's a transliteration. If you study 50, you're going to get 50. But if you study Shavuot, you're going to find out what the feast is all about. Y'all see the cover up? All right. So now we see how that. The lunar calendar is used to govern God's set appointment appointed times for mankind. And Easter ain't in it. Christmas ain't in it. Thanksgiving not in it. Halloween not in it. Y'all hearing this? All of these are pagan, romantic, Greek celebrations to their gods. All Constantine did was Christianize the culture and Christianize the church. That's what he did. He didn't sanctify it, he Christianized it. And he broke the roots, all right? Yeah. Okay, all right, now, um, you know, some people look at, 
I'm good though, because I got truth. All you got is, is what they said and what they did and some explanation by somebody, and I guarantee you they're European, and I'm not a racist neither. But at the Nasir Council, Nasir, and uh, uh, <coughs> several other councils, you know, I, studied, I had said all this stuff when I was in seminary. I only count one a brother in the midst, not one. Not one chocolate theologian there. All of it was done by Europeans. And that's truth. You all need to know this. And don't go hating folk, but we need to understand some things, how this flooded over into the Bible, too. I didn't say the scriptures. Bible means book of books, right? All right, so now we see that, right? Now here, and I'm trying to get to the body, you know, but I got to do this foundation. All right, here's the uh, picture of a Zen again. There's an ancient Zen, ancient battle axe, which looks like a what? A sword. Y'all see it? Ancient battle axe. Look just like a sword. That's the number seven. Here's the Zen. Here's the modern Zen. Still look like a sword. Y'all catch it? Now Hebrews uh, 4 and 12 said the word of Elohim God is what? Quick, powerful, and sharper than any what? Y'all seeing it? See how that Zayin is talking about the word, but not just the word, but the offensive power that the word carries and the covenant that the word carries through cutting of covenants. Listen, the word is full of blood. Covenants are established by blood. Life of the flesh is in the what? Life of all mankind is in the blood of his son, Yeshua, and the covenant that he cut with the father because man didn't qualify to do it and redeem himself. Okay. So I want to just show you that and just give in fact. Now let's get into this because we're dealing with these sevens, all right? Sevens is the key. Dealing with this lunar uh, solar eclipse, uh, the seven is the key because the way it's occurring and the way things are happening. And it happened during on the Gregorian calendar 2017. But check this out. On the Hebrew calendar, five, seven, 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 three sevens. Y'all seeing this? And then what about next month? The sign of revelation, the seven month going into five, seven, seven, eight. Y'all seeing this? All right, now let's check this out right here because I, what I want to do to, tonight, my primary assignment, man, this time flying, was to uh, give us uh, a jump start on Smita and what it means in these Smita cycles, okay? Because you look at the Smita cycles at the end of each one, everybody. Because Elohim God is creator of all mankind, whether they acknowledge it or not. This earth was created by him. Not the Big Bang Theory, okay? <laughs> all right? And at the end of every Smita cycle, nations all over the world have an opportunity to acknowledge him and repent. If they don't, then they set the course for the next seven years. And I posted a message I taught two years ago, what's ahead for the next seven years, because we were at the end of a Smita cycle going into a year of jubilee and now we're in another smita cycle and at the end of each one our nation still acting like they stuck on stupid and that's just truth now watch this right here the revelation of the signs of the time before god judges he does what a nation he sends a what Warning. and this was this was taught two years ago doing the smita year five seven seven five all right so but i want to do i just want to take some things and uh, show you because all of it's going to tie together. Now is not the time to draw back, but to do what? Wake, <coughs> wake Do what? Wake Touch somebody and tell them wake up. Wake so up. don't <laughs> don't cast away your confidence, which has great reward, for you have need of what? Endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Right? For yet a little while, he who is coming 
will come and not tarry. Now the just shall live by what? By the word of God, living by the word of God, what the word of God teach, living out of your born again spirit. And if anyone draws back, my soul will have no what? Pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to prediction, but of those who believe to the saving of the what? The number 70. We're in the 70s. 5777, triple seven. 77. Y'all get it? Now, this is just review again. And those you made the class, you already know what this means, but I'm going to give it to you again for some, some that haven't heard this, all right? So 70 comes from the Hebrew uh, letter word ayin. Each Hebrew alphabet or letter word carries a number. It's called Gemetra. And I love that because you want to know what a number means, you go to the word. Yeshua said, I'm, I'm, those alphabet letter word, that's me. So you find out what that means, you know what the number actually means from the scriptures. So 70 comes from the ayin. And here's the ancient African hieroglyphic form, pictograph. You see I changed? All right, it's the picture of a what? And there's a reason why, let me see if I got a dollar. I say it, but I like visuals. Do I have a dollar? Man, I graduated. I don't have no dollar. <laughs> I passed the test. On the back of a dollar bill, there's a reason why this is secular. This is Caesar's money. It's the reason why you see an all-seeing eye at the top of this pyramid. Satan said, I will be like the most high. Y'all catch this? So whatever the father has already done and he was in heaven, he trying to make his own kingdom and he trying to pattern it after what the father have already done. So it's a reason why there's all seeing eyes on the top of this pyramid. Y'all see it? Okay, now, because that eye is going to, that's the exact how ancient African hieroglyphic pictographic form of a, a yin, which is the prophetic number or mean to reveal or to see or to understand. That's why people say, well, you got to think from the middle eye to third eye. No, wait a minute. Hold on now. That's just one letter. Okay, but that's what they be talking about. So it comes from the Hebrew letter word, a yin, and I even spelled it out because if you really don't want to uh, stay in, in alignment with what the words mean, this, see this, uh, a yin is real small, you, noon. That's how you spell a yin. See their words. And I go and look at the spelling, the yin, see the reveal, and then you, it's creative power, you know, works, and then noon, life or activity. I know that this yin is telling me that I'll be able to see the manifestation of the creative power and the works of the Father. You seeing it? All right. So, you got some scriptures here. Go check it out because all of these are prophetic dealing with the yin. I'm just going to move on. Take the class. We'll teach you that. Let's get to the smita. Smita literally means to what? What is the smita? The Sabbath year smita. It literally means to what? Release. Also called a sabbatical year. Y'all seeing it? All right. So I'm going to move on from that one. All right. Now, I want to uh, hit this right here and just, I'm going to read it, but I'm going to tell you a smita year is the seventh year of seven years. And after seven, another cycle begins, beginning with a left or beginning with one and starts over. And then starts over. And then starts over. Y'all catch it now? And that's why it's so important to understand these sevens. All right, now look at this right here, the Jubilee and the Smita cycle. This information I'm going to give to you. And you shall count seven Sabbaths. They have everything to do with the solar eclipse. I'm not just going to tell you something. We need to have things to prove it out. And we study out. That's when we talk. The spirit of truth, the sword of the spirit will come out of our mouth. And you won't have nobody trying to argue with you. Because the anointing, the power 
will be on your words to convict them and convince them. You remember they said about Yeshua, man, we didn't hear nobody talk like this. He talked like he got something going on. I mean, you feel something when this man talk. You know, you remember that? All right, and you shall count seven Sabbaths of years for yourself, seven times seven years, and the time of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be to you 49 years on the 50 years jubilee. Seven times seven is 49. That's a whole smita cycle. Each seven years is a smita period, but when you get seven times seven, that's a cycle, and the jubilee comes behind that cycle. Five, seven, seven, six was a year of jubilee. We just came out of jubilee going into a fresh smita cycle in 2017. 577. That's where we are right now. Now, Jubilee years are based on the Smita year, which occurs every seven years. I just said that, right? Seven Smitas make a Smital of Smitas. 710749. Y'all see all that, right? Now, I give you this so you can study it. Take a picture, do something so you can go back and I can tell you, but I want you to see it also. All right? So we're going to go to this next one. Now, all right, and this still dealing with these Smita cycles. Okay? Y'all with me? All right. Now, um, here, here we go. This dealing with the Smita cycles. God will successfully accomplish his total plan for Israel during a specific number of years. Daniel 9, 24. We're not going there for time's sake. All right. The number seven, Daniel 9, 24, it will involve 70 sets of seven for a total of 40, 490 years, beginning with the command to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. We may need to look at that. Go to Daniel. Yes. Go to Daniel um, 9.25. Show you something real quick, and we're going to keep moving. Right. Am I going too fast? I'm still reviewing. <laughs> still reviewing. Okay, now, <clears throat> Daniel 9.25. And you must know and understand, I'm reading from the Lexham English Bible, you must know and understand that from the time of the going out of the word to restore and build Jerusalem until an anointed one, a leader, will be seven weeks and 62 weeks. It will be restored and will be built with streets and a moat, but in a time of oppression. Y'all see this? And after 60 and two weeks, an anointed one shall be cut off and he shall have nothing. And the people of the common leader will destroy the city and sanctuary. This right here is talking about Mark's exact time when Yeshua was born into the earth and when he was crucified. Y'all seeing it now? He says, what, 62 and 7, which is 69? All right. And when he was cut off, the time clock stopped. This 70-week uh, prophecy that Daniel received, this revelation he received concerning the time of the disposition of time that we're in now, going into the millennium, he gave it to Daniel, and he gave them exact dates to follow these sevens. We're in between the 69th and the 70th week right now. The seven-year tribulation period is the last week or week of seven years, and that accomplished the total of the 70. And those 70, seven times, if you go seven times, seven is 49, and you multiply that times seven, you get 490. You divide 490 and see what, do it right quick, see what number you get. 490 divided by seven, see what you get. So, and all of this was occurring with a Smita cycle. Actually, this happened with 10 Jubilee cycles. I'm not going to get into that right now, okay? What do y'all get? Seven. 70, right? Seven times seven is what? 490, right? 
And then you got seven times 10 is 70. You got 10 Jubilee cycles that's going to occur and roll over into this. See how prophetic numbers are? You seeing it now? Yeah. You can't look over it. You cannot look over it. Numbers are very simple, too. All right. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Now, I just got this, what I call fact. I like facts because people will argue about the, the years and the time, but you got three different, uh, the nature, these years will fall into, you got three different categories. When you get through adding them up, it's still going to come up to what Daniel just talked about. Okay? Ain't nobody saying okay. <laughs> All right, because I'm going to move on. I'm going to come back and deal with it. That's a, that's a series. I might take some Tuesdays about a month or two and teach eschatology or teach last things and just get you in these cycles and these times. But you got to study. You can't wait on me to teach. You got to already be prepared. So when it go forward, the illumination is hitting, you get to understand it. All right? Now, so here we got it right here that's still dealing with the same thing and theologians got different views and stuff but this here just prove it out that's going to agree with the 490 okay mm -hmm. and that 62 and I mean 62 and what 7 69 you know all of this is predictive it was prophetic it was direct on time alright now what time period are we in now this just dealing with these 70s again okay now, the church ages between what I just said, the sixth night and 70 week of God's timetable with Israel and the end of all things. And you got these verses here that will go with that. So make sure y'all make a note on it. All right. OK, now let's get into what I'm trying. What I'm trying to get. I think I'm where I need to be because the Holy Spirit is doing it. So I don't want to get ahead of it. All right. Now, here's some facts. The year following destruction of the second holy temple was the first year of a seven year sabbatical cycle. Y'all seeing this? Alright, these are some facts. By counting seven years from then, we see that the next meter year would be year 5775, which two years ago. And this is just dating things back to creation. Not based on the Gregorian calendar, or based on the Big Bang theory, or based on all this stuff they've been telling us. Okay? Alright, now, this right here, alright, about, you remember the four blood moons? An eclipse occurred, where am I, four blood moons, yeah, the eclipses occurred, lunar eclipse, remember, occurred in what, 5775, coinciding with the first day of the Feast of Tabernacle, they fell right on Feast of Tabernacle, that's not coincidence, alright, known as Sukkot, and a partial solar eclipse, this was teaching from two years ago, would take place two weeks later, that happened, two more blood moons followed on Passover during the spring of 2015, 5775. Y'all remember that, right? Mm -hmm. And that was on the first, on the Feast of Tabernacle in the fall of 2015, on the 15th of Tishri, 5776. All that has happened, those blood moons fell on their divine appointed days that had been already appointed by Scripture. It wasn't a happenstance. It wasn't a happenstance, okay? All right, now, I'm going to get to here because I'm almost where I need to be at. All right, now, um, this is uh, just a easy to see chart of these Smita cycles and what happened at the end of each one. And it happened, this is in America, because America never repented. Never, never did, never started off right. You don't start off on the backs of other people that you're abusing and misusing to gain economic advantage and gain. All right? Never, never start off right. So in 1973, that was the end of a Smita cycle. What happened? Oil shock crash. 1980, y'all remember the recession? That was my first year out of high school. I'd go in the military, things got so bad. 
All right, 1987, stock market credit. All of these happened at the end of a Smita cycle. Each one is not a happenstance, and they kept ha bad stuff kept happening because people wouldn't repent. All right, and then you had 1994, bond market crash. I remember that because I had a million dollar bond line, and they just told me they couldn't give me no bonds no more on my performance bond from my construction, uh, my contracting business. All right, and then 20, 2000, what, what, what happened? 9 11 and the stock market. This we're going to get into right now just to show you something. And then 08, what happened? They had a market crash. And then here's 15. This chart was doing prior, done prior to uh, 2015. But what happened 2015, 2016? What happened? American legalized what? Y'all see that? All right. All right. And watch this. This. Uh, let me give you this right here first. I did this Sunday. All right, let's look at this right here. 1973 is when America voted to kill his unborn children. 42 years later is when same-sex marriage was legalized. Right to Smith's cycle, right? Now, and I gave you the significance of this number 42. Six times seven is what? 42. Now, I didn't go through all these scriptures uh, on Sunday, but I did hit 2 Kings 2.24 when Elijah the prophet there was a bunch of kids out there making fun of him. There was a type of the world making fun of the church or a type of the sons of darkness, children of darkness, making fun of the children of light. Y'all catch him making mockery. And what happened to female bears came out and did what? They killed 42 of those children. You see the number 42? All right. And then what else happened over in um, Matthew? We find out Matthew uh, chapter 1 that you had three sets of 14 generations coming up to the Messiah. Three sets of 14. Three times 14 is 42. Yeshua came in the earth to bring judgment on the prince of darkness in the earth who was yet marking what? The children of light. Talking about Satan, right? He said the prince of this world is already judged. I came to take care of him. Alright? So it was 42 years he came you know you heard the preaching y'all you know you've been in church down through 42 in generations you know and the lord came and then talk about the resurrection and everybody standing sing a song that's it that am i telling the truth see but that that didn't get us nowhere the scripture said god the father have all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth you seeing it now so getting saved is one like mama used to say it used to say, uh, what's the point of being heavenly saved and no earthly good? Okay? All right, now let's look at this right here. And, and Okay, it's going to be a part three. I was trying to get back to the family series. But um, this is what these 42 years, let's look at Revelation 11. Let's go and look at these scriptures, all right? Look at Revelation 11 and 2 and then 13 and 5. 11 and 2, then 13 and 5. I think I didn't get up to about, I got up a little late. Revelations, uh, Mm-hmm. And then uh, 13 and 5. Revelation 11 and 2. All right. And leave out the courtyard outside of the temple and do not measure it because it had been given to the Gentiles and they will trample. You see, trample or making mockery of the holy city for how long? 42 when? Months. This is talking about during the tribulation period, but the number 42 is used again, right? All right. Now, what's the next one we need to go to? Revelation 13 and 5, 13. We just, we just proving this out so ain't no happenstance. Because nobody can fight the scriptures. 
13 and 5, and a mouth was given to him speaking, this talking about those serpent, great things and doing what? Blasphemies and authority to act was given to him how long? 42 what? Months. We just looked at 42 days and they got 42 months. You got the same thing happening. You got the uh, prince of darkness or those of darkness mocking and treating with uh, disrespect those who are of the light. People don't respect the church today. The government don't respect the church. The church, the nation don't respect the church. Y'all catching this? Yes. All right, I'm just dealing with this number 42 and show you in scriptures how relevant it is. We looked at 2 Kings 2 and 24. They're talking about Elijah. Now look at Numbers 35 and 6. Numbers 35 and 6. This is all has to do with the eclipse that all most people said was cool. It's more than cool. All right. Now watch this right. All the cities that you would give to the Levites would be six cities of refuge to which the killer can flee. In addition to them, you would give how many cities? Forty-two cities. Y'all see this? Y'all catching this? Yeah. Where people who were wrong can come in and get a, a, a hold on what they were doing until justice was done? Y'all catching it? When Yeshua came into the earth, he was a refuge. And those who were in darkness had an opportunity to receive the light and get justice done. Just wanted to show you that. Y'all getting it? Now, let's look at this one. It's probably be our final one. On five, when we talked about 576, the year of Jubilee. Okay, we're back on that. Let's look at what happened. 5776, 2016 was a Jubilee, right? 5777, Trump got elected. We're in 577 right now. He actually got elected. Yeah, it was 577 around November, right? Because the year come in in September, October. That's when 577 began. Am I correct? All right. Now, a jubilee, uh, the economy, at the end of every jubilee, the economy supposed to be reset. And we talked about this before he got elected. And we told you from the scriptures who would be elected. Never told you God was putting them in there. We told you that the scripture is telling you who's going to be put in there. When y'all get through praying for him and laying hands on him, and Paula White being his spiritual advisor, the scripture had already prophesied what was going on. Well, you lay hands or pray or not, it's still going to happen. All right, so he came in in 5777, and he is all about what? His primary purpose is to make America, because America, money is great again. And these three swords, triple seven through war. Y'all catching this? All right, the, and reset the economy. So he is all about money, didn't need to take anybody money to get in office. Y'all catch this? He came in right at the end of a jubilee and the beginning of another Smita cycle. Y'all seeing this? So he represent the economy being what? Reset in defiance against God, not for him. Making deals, negotiate, doing this, doing this. Let's get America great again, back to the power uh, that America had and the money America had, but you forget about where the money came from. It's blood money. And the scripture, the God of heaven, would never ever want to regenerate or reproduce anything that came from blood money. Okay? And then I, I taught this, you look at his birth date and all that, when he got elected and when he went to office, it came up to all three sevens. You can't, you can't deny that. Y'all catch it? Now, let's, let's end with this right here, because uh, this is what was done uh, with these Smitha cycles. So y'all see this now, right? Okay. And you know what to look for, right? 
because no one repented. The nation leaders did not repent. Whatever you allow is allowed. Whatever you disallow is disallowed. He's talking about being in leadership. Whatever leader is over in a nation, a group of people, community, church, family, whatever they permit is permitted. They got authority to do it. So you got iniquity and lawlessness was, was already here, but it was released in a different category when Pre President Obama was in. Because he legalized same-sex marriage and the scripture said that's an abomination. The scripture called it iniquity and lawlessness. And then now you got the money man in here. You built it off the back of someone else and not yourselves, bro. When you get through with it. And it was not the God of heaven who condoned it or ordained it. And you use the translation of the scriptures to do what you did. And most people will go against the Bible because the Bible, they say the Bible condones slavery because they talk about slaves obeying your master. And you know those slave owners took that and preached it. And they took other black slaves and preached it to other slaves to make them think this was the truth. This is God you need to serve. All they wanted was some relief. I probably said, okay, I'll take him and just don't beat me no more. I'll, I'll go be a Christian. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Y'all hear me now? All right. So look at this right here and let's see what's happened. What happened. Then I'm going to have to uh, quit. All right. Warning before judgment. Let's look at this. Isaiah 19 is a verse. This is what happened in 2001. It's a verse in which Israel's nation leaders utter a vow of defiance following. Y'all get Isaiah 9 and 10 following an attack by Syria, it declared that the nation would not repent before God, but would defy him instead, because neither the northern kingdom of Israel nor the southern kingdom of Judah or Yehudah or Yisrael, the first is eventually swept away by Assyrian invaders and the latter is carried off into captivity by the Babylonian for 70 years. Y'all catch this now. Now look at Isaiah 9 and 10. We're going to see what they said and we're going to see what they said in Washington. Isaiah, you got it? Uh, 9 and 10. Y'all probably got a new King James. I'm still reading from the next hand. He said, the bricks are falling. Twin towers. The bricks fail, right? But we will rebuild with dressed stone. Same thing. This is what we're going to show you in a minute. Who said this? The sycamore fig trees will fail, but we will replace them with cedars. This just happened 2014. So Yahweh strengthened the adversary of Rezin against, and he provoked his enemies a ram from the east and the Philistines from the west and they devoured Israel with the whole mouth. He has not turned away his anger in all of this and his hand is stretched out. Now, I want you to read all of that because it's going to describe what's going on in our nation the way people are thinking. In America, beginning the first day, this, this, this happened in uh, 01. Y'all see this? Beginning the first day of September 11, 2001, American leaders began repeating that 2,500-year-old vow word for word. Having no idea what he was doing, the majority leader of the U.S. Senate, Tom Dash Dashiell. Dashiell, was declaring America, and he said, we're going to rebuild again. When acknowledged that maybe there's a possibility that as a nation, it's just so much dirty stuff being done, and that's why the enemy, God allowed the enemy to do what he did, or they was able to do what they did instead of saying, hey, we, we, we got some stuff we need to straighten out. Now we're going to rebuild again. We're going to, we are, we're the great nation. We're the superpower. And you was dealing with a superpower. And then quoted, you, you catching this, the same verse from Isaiah that happened back then. Y'all seeing it? And the sycamore tree was planted, but the sycamore tree died in 2014 and they replaced it with a cedar 
Just like I said in Isaiah. Say you're gonna replace the sycamore with a cedar. And y'all remember in 9-11 uh, at zero, ground zero, they planted a sycamore tree? That tree died because scripture had to be fulfilled and they replaced, replaced it with a cedar tree. And this happened in 2014 in the United States of America. Y'all catching this? So who was really in charge? <laughs> yeah, we, we seeing who really run the show, don't we? All right, so uh, look at this. All right. Uh, now this action put us in a path leading to uh, the collapse of American economy seven years later. And that was 08. The government made a second fatal mistake, another ill-fated financial decision that would trigger the collapse of American economy. Amazingly, it took the place on the seventh anniversary of the uttering of the ancient vow on Capitol Hill. All right, and then you know what happened seven years later. The marriage that God had already defined was redefined and made legal. So what you think gonna happen? The false prophets get oh, everything we recovering, the economy getting better, it's getting better. Okay, all right. But didn't nobody repent though. You seen it? So don't get tricked. No, don't get tricked at the gate, or don't get tricked in going spinning loosely and not preparing. Okay, because the way it's looking right now. Okay, y'all catch me? Because the defiance have already taken place. And now we're seeing a revelation of what's already been here. But watch this. They are doing it look like with authorization. We got a group of haters can get out, march, and protest and kill the other people. And if the other people do that, special people of color, you got policemen with Bradleys and M60s and tanks and everything out there. You better not put your hands on nobody going to father. But these other people go and do it. He just stand back and let them do it. Let them push them and everything. Check out what's going on. This is not to generate hate. We need to understand why things are the way they are and why these people are so freely in doing what they are doing. It's because of who is in leadership and what they are allowing and because of the fines that already had taken place and you got the vision and that soul eclipse, that's a sword that's bringing, you see it's already separated, it's telling you that America, the nation, is being cut open for discernment. And then in seven years later, the other sword is going to come the other way and that's going to form a tav, which means what? A sign to mark, to identify. We have been identified by Yeshua, Jesus himself, as a nation that will not repent. 